Well done, everyone. I'm sure that went off swimmingly. Hello there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome to that D&D podcast. I am your, I don't know, I guess the guy who runs the game sometimes, Zach. Um, he, him pronouns. And with me to continue our sidetracked urchin adventures is everyone else. I'm very excited. So, I'm going to let them introduce themselves now in Discord order. Hello, my name's Andrew Rotway, he, him, and I will be reprising my role as Pinch, a good boy who's done no wrong nor right. <laughs> uh, hello, I'm David, he, him pronouns. I am playing Gaston, a hopefully lovable uh, goofball who just keeps stumbling into these situations. Hi, I'm Adam, he, him. Today I will be playing Azul, uh, the one who always has her eyes on the priorities, just looting the scene and running away. <laughs> I didn't notice any fire mentioned. Uh, hi, I am Jonathan, he, him. I will be playing uh, Kid, or Herc, if you want to use his actual name. Um, just a kid who has some goats and a fierce desire to protect everybody. Uh, I am Mike. I am he, him. I am playing, uh, air quotes, Dr. Edwin Armstrong, who is currently Doogie Housering it um, to the best of his ability. Please, air quotes, was your father. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's an awesome twist. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, last time, as I recall, we, well, we tracked down some goat nappers, uh, engaged them in, in mortal combat, and then dragged one of them through the streets behind a mostly runaway cart that was filled with abducted animals. I killed a man. <laughs> Wait, did you? Yeah, because there was the one who wasn't a guard or like particularly brave, and I tried to tackle him. Oh, yeah. And Didn't then... he just go down the river, though? Not necessarily died? Face down unconscious in the river? <laughs> he could have rolled over on mistake. I, I'm I'm fully expecting that person to show back up if this continues. Yeah, so... I, mean, I mean, Goonie rules, okay? So, like... He's probably fine. I, well, I that. Sorry. No, you go ahead. No, you pl please, please. Oh. Phil, I, I will. I love to hear my players theorize on what happened. So please go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I just I wanted to clarify if it wasn't quite clear uh, from last time. My intention was that Gaston had literally just fallen asleep in the sack in the back of the cart, and then he had woken up sometime during the conversation between everybody and. So when he bust out of the sack, he already understood enough of the situation. Okay, so he wasn't being human trafficked. No. Saying. Okay. Okay. That does clear that up for me. Thank you. I was very... <laughs> just sleeping I... like normal humans do. Yeah, you know. In a, in a bag. Full, with on a trailer. Bags. You know, it's cool. I like the idea that he's such a sound sleeper that like as these terrified captured animals were sort of piled around him. He, he did not did not wake up. 
Yes. So uh, that whole thing happened. Uh, the cart driven by uh, bystander Gaston uh, careened through the city, down the hill, and into the farmer's market where it capsized and spread the bags of animals and the children across the the courtyard. And we ended there, I believe, right? So it is now... Uh, well, let's talk about... I know you guys, the kids are not a crew as such yet. Um, but I think we should probably talk about some heat. Uh, and fallout, just because I like doing those things. Mm-hmm. Were we done with the heist last time? No. <laughs> okay. You're supposed to say that with more confidence. We were done with the heist last time. I, I just... <laughs> Zach was talking about heat and stuff. That's usually what you clarify at the end of a heist. So. Oh, sorry. Sorry. You're done. Yeah. That yeah. job is over. But, okay. spoiler alert, you didn't find the goats you were looking for. <gasps> These aren't the goats we're looking for? No. Those goats may or may not be in another castle currently. I guess we should move along. I can't believe there were two mass kidnappings in the same day. <laughs> Well, you don't know how mass the other goats being missing are, but um, yeah, let's talk. Uh, just t- talking out loud to get some numbers on the board. I'm gonna say that was probably, especially as it ended, a loud, chaotic, and high exposure job. What are you talking about? That was the smoothest job we've ever pulled. I don't think anybody died. That seems like a nope. first as far as playing blades with this crew. <laughs> I mean, we. Actually, we had plenty of jobs where nobody died. Nobody died on that fiasco at the garden yeah. either. I mean, we ripped apart the, the mystical death... uh, relations of the island, but no one died. <laughs> the, the one death that has occurred thus far has been Poppet's direct fault. Yes. <laughs> yes. Interesting. I do like how we're blaming the, the small raggedy Andy doll and uh, not the giant troll that was like smashing the dude into the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, y'all need to catch up. My KDA is outstanding. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Jonathan had a pretty good kill count going before you guys showed up. That is true. Yeah. That is true. This is, this is a new season. We reset all those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, the, the... be sure to sign up for the battle pass. <laughs> no, no, no. This is season two of Justified, where uh, Thick is desperately trying not to murder people. Yes. <laughs> Because Thick got a talking to by his superior, <laughs> aka the god he worships, and they were, and she was like, "Yeah, maybe not. Maybe we back that up just a little bit." Um, Thick just like very slowly <laughs> punching someone in the chest, saying, "Next one's coming faster." If you, what was the line? If you, if you bite that that Raylan got, it's if you. If you bite one kid in kindergarten, that's yeah. whatever. If you bite a kid every day for the first week, you're the biter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, I only care about heat because I want to roll Fallout, essentially. Yeah. Um, unless we want to give these guys an actual crew sheet, which no. I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, so I'm saying that's probably four heat. So let somebody give me a uh, a Fallout roll, an entanglement roll for these guys at heat level zero. 
noted because you're just urchins. Is that 1d6 or 2d6? 1d6. 2d6 well, lowest. Yes. Well, that was wrong. It was a 4. Or 2, excuse me. It's a 2. Yeah. Usual it's suspects. It's a 2, yeah. So gang trouble or the usual suspects. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Blue Coast grabs somebody on the periphery of your crew. Okay, yeah. Um, I think that probably means that... Uh, let me make sure I'm using the correct name here. Vascar? Uh, no, I'm thinking it's probably... What's her face? Uh, Riven? Yeah, Riven. Riven probably got pulled in by the Blue Coats. Like, maybe Vascar starts pointing fingers? And maybe Riven got pulled in by him. Maybe, maybe Riven got pulled in by port security, I think. If that was a score, did we get paid? <laughs> um, sure. Yeah. I stole an apple. Well, you can't see it now, but I'm pinching, pinching the bridge of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, you probably got paid. I'm trying to figure out how. I mean, probably in thanks from the folks whose animals were returned. Okay. Okay, I mean, yeah. That seems the most plausible way. Sure. Yeah. Or you the got like, proprietors of the farmer's market or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got six coin worth of, like, yeah. food. Right? <laughs> worth, of, worth of not quite spoiled produce yeah. goods. Six kid coin. <laughs> mm, there you go. Six kid coins. So yeah, um, the other thing though is that there the goats that you're looking for there the, in the in those bags were cats and chickens and snakes like just animals right? Wait 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 domesticated snakes? We can absolutely go back to the snakes thing. <laughs> there was a bag with a snake in it. It's not because you, you you get venom from it, so you can make antidotes. It's unclear. It's unclear if the snake was someone's pet or just an animal they found. No one's claiming the snake, but there was definitely a snake in a bag. Can Pinch claim the snake? Absolutely. Would Pinch like a snake? Pinch would love a snake. Great. Um, yeah, but the, the goats that you're looking for, who I believe were named Jack and Lefty, yep. both, I would note, milk-producing goats. <laughs> um, Listen, Vasquez ain't real smart. Yeah, Vascar's <laughs> maybe not the brightest bulb in the box, huh? Um, they are uh, they are not present, oh, and, and neither are some of the other some of the folks here in the farmers market went looking for their animals and don't find them. Vascar is just a fan of Mass Effect Two, so he named Jack after the Jack from the later Mass Effect games. Oh, hope that helps. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Is this Jack like? catastrophically psychokinetic yes you're familiar with jack <laughs> I, I i will be making this note in my in, I, i'll be adding this to my notes uh okay sure um but that's the scenario it is uh nighttime now basically you have an unconscious very badly beaten man strapped to the back of this cart uh most of you are a little bit roughed up but you made it out okay as I recall, uh, Gaston took most of the hit. And, yeah. 
that's where we are. There might be some free-range goats that need returned to places, along with chickens, if you know where they came from. <laughs> but uh, we have one amongst our number who can figure out where goats belong, I guess. And we have Riven has been grabbed by port security. Probably something about the goats, maybe about something else. And uh, we can do downtime uh, and talk about what comes next. Oh, yeah, I don't think I ever picked a vice. Hmm. My vice is Riven, so I'm going to go take two coin to get Riven out of the clink. I'm trying to come up with a name for the snake, and I think the snake's name is uh, Petunia. Petunia? Petunia the snake? So you're taking Petunia the snake and, like, a bag of apples? I imagine Petunia just, like... I hope Petunia is a friend to Pinch, or at least this is what Pinch hopes, is Petunia's just, like, very happy to, like, coil around his neck and, like, hang about on his person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't that... been bit yet, so it's probably fine. <laughs> Not yet. We'll see. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you, you sort of collect some of the, the offerings from the, the collected, uh, members of the farmer's market. Yep. And you make your way down to the, the field house where they are interviewing Riven. Um... You plan just to offer them... Are you distracting them with the food? Are you distracting them with the snake? Are you... I mean, it's still going to cost you two coin, essentially, but... Yeah. I think I'm going to just, like, ask... I'm going to throw the bag of apples up on the counter and be like, I bought these, or, like, like come up with some tall tale. Some very, very, very long tall tale. Okay. About these apples and, like wait for the cop's eyes to unfocus and glaze over because the child is t is talking for way too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, uh, like, it doesn't take very long before he starts, like, yeah, ostensibly reading the wanted posters or whatever, which is hilarious because you're pretty sure he can't actually read. Yeah, and then just, like, head to the back and just, like, walk it with Riven while this <laughs> man is incredibly bored. <laughs> sure, sure. I imagine we'll, we'll, we'll watch the scene, like, sound off like uh like yeah we can see you talking we can see the reaction yeah and then it, it, to rip it it seems like this happens not irregularly like this is a thing that this is part of you and river's relationship maybe where <laughs> somebody starts something at the bar and either she just won't take their crap or they wind up it winds up blowing back on her some other way and one of your functions as a friend is to, like, get her... To spring her every so often. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. Alright, um... So, you all are still on the hook, ostensibly, at least as far as, uh, Vaskar is concerned, for these, these goats. You had a couple people that were surprisingly well-armed and determined... And organized to goat nap slash chicken nap. Uh, but most of them are not here. <laughs> what are we doing now? Snake steel, yes. 
I am at seven stress. I would like to not be at seven stress anymore. That's that's great. Yeah. Uh, do you and uh, Riven take a long walk on the pier and discuss the events of the day? Yeah. And probably, like... I imagine Pinch crumbles a bit. Like, those people wanted to kill us. Mm -hmm. it, it was not, like, it was the Goonies for us, it was not the Goonies for them. Yeah, no, for them yeah. it was a bunch of urchins that they were going to leave bleeding in a gutter, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they were playing Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They, they were playing Blades in the Dark proper, basically. Yeah. Against a tier negative five gang. <laughs> <laughs> It just turns out the tier negative five gang could roll uh, and could resist stuff. Yeah. So as you're as you're sort of describing what happened, uh, you you're pretty tight with Riven, I assume, right? Yeah. Like that's and uh, she she you can see like a familiar concern and like oh you're a child and she is an adult person and that that sort of defines some of the parameters of the relationship and she is very quick to comfort you is there a thing that like the two of you do together that she would go to to put you at ease or like are we headed to get sweetbread somewhere or i think what she goes to is like the the like quotidian people watching that you get to do Okay. In a service job when it doesn't suck. Like, the, the best parts of a service job where you get to, like, help people connect, where you get to help people be people and stuff like that. And, like, mm -hmm. that's the lesson that she's sort of going to impart on Pinch is just, like, yeah, those people sucked, but that doesn't mean there isn't goodness out here. And, like, there is... This is a cool city. There's a lot of people in it. There's a lot of nice people. And they just so happen to walk past the cheesecake vendor that's at Fifth and Devotion. <laughs> Um, but, like, and Pinch, like, two days from now is gonna be like, that was no accident, but, like, right now he's just, yeah. Yeah. Just completely overwhelmed by everything that happened and unloading yeah. on this adult presence. Yep. yep. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's okay, I only needed one stress less. It's fine. <laughs> this is fine. See, see I feel like that... Now. I feel like that cheesecake is a real good reason to roll again for, for another, like, just sit down and crush out a cheesecake. Jesus Christ. I just, I just want to note that I don't think I've healed more than, like, three stress uh -huh. in a single roll this entire no, campaign. No, you really haven't, and you still Great. haven't to this, to this point. That's, I mean, you're down to three. That's yeah. not bad. That'll function. How, how messy an eater is Pinch? I don't know that he is. Okay. Because he's like, he's, I imagine him as like the sort of like the old end of this urchin gang. Uh-huh. He's been doing this for a while and he knows that like cheesecake isn't really for him, but he makes sure to like take his time to savor it. It's not gone in two seconds. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you have like utensils? Are you eating with your hands? Are you very careful eating with your hands? Probably very carefully eating with his hands. Okay. While they're still walking. Like, they don't... Restaurants don't like it when Pinch tries to sit down. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you and Riven have a pretty good a pretty good evening. Although, 
she should probably be back at work at some point here, but probably she's taking some of that time where she, you you've got to have a pretty good idea that she's probably going to catch hell from Vascar at least for a little while when yeah. she gets back after the evening rush happens, right? But you were important enough to her that she was willing to spend the time out there, so. And she can be like, "Hey, listen, I was talking to the cops for seventeen hours or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> that was a material witness about your goats. Yeah. Thanks um, to you, comma, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that is great. So that was Pinch. Uh, who wants to do a thing? Oh, I also definitely need to lose some stress. Okay. That's great. Let's talk about that, Doc. <laughs> I think I lose... I forget for a second and I go into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> so... You look uh, how remind me again how old you look? I am I am urchin aged. Yes. Can you be more specific? Are you gonna be like are you like a six year old or are you like an eleven year old? Like what's the How old was Tiny Tim and I'm Googling uh, how old was is your typical urchin? Yeah, I, <laughs> I I think my reading on Doc is Doc is like eight right yeah. now. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Um, the sea urchins are apparently four to five <laughs> years, so that's okay. not what I wanted. That is not. That's no. good to know. Yeah. Okay. No, you're a coastal urchin at best here. <laughs> <laughs> Beach urchin, like eightish. Sea urchins okay. and beach bums have to respect each other's territory. Yeah. So yeah, are you you? Uh, I think I think you're gonna wander in. To are, are you going to the tavern, like the same place that the goat disappeared, ghost disappeared from? Or are you finding a different one? Are we going to a seedier one somewhere down the strip? Um, I I think slightly. Yeah, I, I think if I go to a seedier tavern, there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that Doc is necessarily the seedy tavern type. Um, okay. Because you know, doctor. Uh, yeah, so just like a mid-range tavern, and you know, Eddie will go in and drop whatever passes for urchin money, like just totally the goat one was high tide. Yeah, that's a good one. Like a couple bottle caps or some like wooden nickels or something and and ask for, and like make the motion for a beer, please. Um... So I'm imagining, yeah, if you had, I, I, I'm imagining you heading into this bar, right? And you, like, find a spot between two sailors and or dock workers, right? Who are, who are drinking to stay out of the house, essentially, at this point. Uh, and you clamber your eight-year-old self up onto this bar stool. And you sort of perch your arms over the bar, which is kind of awkward because you're fairly short. And you go and you put, I think maybe you have like actual, actual money, which would be funnier to me. Like you just have actual money because you were an adult at one point. Um, and you just put like slap it down on the table and the, the barkeep comes over. Now, do you know, do you know Riven? No. No. Okay. So, you may recognize her as the one who ran up to you outside to start this whole process, right? 
Um, but she comes over uh, and she's got a glass for each of the guys on either side of you, uh, who are nonplussed at your existence, right? And she looks at you and she goes, what are, what are you drinking then? She, and it's, she's got a very like patronizing air about her at this point. I mean, a pint of bitter. Bitter what? Grape juice? Hey, and she 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 flags down a uh, she flags down another server. She's like, I know we're out of ghost milk, but can we get some? I don't know, something for this kid. And the other uh, the other server sort of looks he looks at you, looks at her, and is like, and turns and walks into the bar and like grabs a bottle of something that's very brightly colored, pops it open. Pours it into what you assume is a mostly clean mug, and slides it down to you. And uh, Riven collects your coin. Says, "There, you'll like that. Enjoy." Yeah, I mean, I'll. Uh, I don't know if it's kayfabe or like just not, uh, you know, broken dissociation. Like, you know, Doc continues along with the process as if. They report a beer, right? They, okay, yeah. You know, yep. they take a sip. You know, they look to the other side because then you put it down. Um, it says uh, just yeah. Uh, the, the the blades and the equivalent of SSDD to the people next to him was like yeah, another another day, another dollar, right, guys? <laughs> hardly working harder, hardly working. How's it going? <laughs> the one, the one, the one on, like, let's, let's say the one on your right side, just like. You can see him sort of roll his eyes and completely ignore you, and the other one like starts engaging you in conversation, but in like a language you do not speak. Just like, uh, and I've definitely, I still got that big old black eye too, right? Like I uh-huh. look like I just got beat the hell up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the other one is definitely like this is this guy's first bar off the boat. Okay, and he is very excited to meet the locals, and you seem like a local with a lot of flavor. Yeah, and. Um, you catch like one out of every three or four words off this person. Uh, but they are happy to be sitting there drinking with you, a child. I, I will continue to drink with this guy for the rest of my stress related activity. Right. Great. Great. I will, I will converse with him about stuff that, uh, no typical eight year old will have experience with pretend to continue to pretend to be a doctor. I am a doctor, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, <laughs> no certifying agency would ever believe you, but yes, that's right. Well, I, well. I'm a world's doctor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's my uh, and uh, I'll buy this guy drinks, uh, okay. and then we'll see how much stress that reduces, and if that causes additional problems. Okay. Hit me with your vice roll. Hooray! It, no problems whatsoever. It turns out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I love how, like, massively stressed out these children are. Uh Uh-huh. Attempted murder, Zachary. Well, I'm going to have to continue drinking because this is the (laughs) hard stuff. I'm going to drown those sorrows in whatever that was that they gave me. Yeah, but first we can can do someone else first. It's a Shirley Temple. Good 7-Up. Sure, it's... I'm trying to make that into like the, a Garden of the Gods reference, but I can't. So, 
Um, okay, yeah. Who wants to go next? Still trying to figure out what Herc's vice is. Like, I have a clear idea what he would do right now. Part of this is because he's maybe 10. Like, he's going to try and clean up all the animals. Um, but, like, sort of in a, in a confined area thing that he knows how to do, can make it things a little bit better, and is routine, and people aren't trying to kill his friends, and that sort of thing. Okay. Um, like, you know, obviously he texts, ah, shoot, did I actually name him? I can't remember if I named the goats or not. My goats. I don't, I don't know if you know. did. I thought I did, but I don't have it written down. I've forgotten now. Yeah, I can imagine this is like a riff on the family vice, or there's a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. If that's but, what you're trying to do, I guess. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Obligation yeah. to goats is a very fun vice. Uh huh. There you go. That's what. That's a good one. That's a good. Yeah. One. Well, and like a little bit more general, like livestock, but like I think to her, like goats especially, but like animals are people. Not like, you know, you know what I mean. They are worthy of respect and care and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and just tries to, to help them out. Um, probably not the most healthy answer there. But no. I honestly don't, don't know what the healthy answer is for, you know, a 10-year-old who's just in that. Yeah, I imagine you're going to want to try to do something normal, right? Something yeah. that feels normal to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Right. There is a button for that, isn't there? There is. Indulge Vice. Oh, there you go. Okay. Woo! Three! Everybody had seven stress, and now everyone has slightly less than seven stress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're... you're so these are your personal goats that you're cleaning up? Or are well, you... I was planning on all of the animals there, and like just trying to get them home. Okay. Yeah, so you, yeah, you push them, you basically corral them there. I'm sure there's probably a place at the farmer's market or very nearby where there's, like, livestock area, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, you can push them into there and, and be be tending to them, although some of them are probably going to be easier to keep corralled than others. <laughs> I think specifically the ones with wings may not be into this part of this process. Yeah. Yeah. And then... uh is as you move out, you can. Are you going to try to take them home, or are you going to assume they can find their own way home? The ones that have not been claimed yet, I guess. Well, I guess sort of try and point them towards their right owners. Like, like most of the the bigger livestock, more identifiable animals. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kirk has an idea who they would be. Um, okay. I just don't think the island's that big. If I'm right. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not. I mean, the place you live on the island is not that big. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yep. No, you uh, you spend a, a couple hours <laughs> tending to the flock, as it were. Um, cool. All right. I have not heard from Adam or David yet. That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is Dark Matter by M33 Project and is available on the Free Music Archive. M33 Project can also be found on YouTube and Instagram. Outro music is Betrayed by Scott Holmes Music. 
This and other works by Scott Holmes Music can be found on the Free Music Archive, SoundCloud, or scottholmesmusic.com. The Palladium Fantasy RPG, written by Kevin Ciambietta, is owned and published by Palladium Books. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder. Music